Are you familiar with the GRACE method of discipline in raising a child? Well, you soon will be. Welcome to I'm a Keeper, Living by Design with Dr. Ray W. Lincoln. In this month's episode, Dr. Lincoln will help us to understand how grace can be a very effective form of disciplining a child. Now, I'm a Keeper, Living by Design with Dr. Ray W. Lincoln. It's good to be with you again. I'm Ray Lincoln, and we're going to talk about parenting and discipline. All parents become parents for the very first time when they have that first child. But what they don't usually think about is that when they have a second child, they're becoming parents again for the first time. You see, the reason is the children are not the same. The circumstances are not the same. Children don't behave the same. And so consequently, they're facing a new situation all over again. We learn when we become parents. And after we've had the children we're going to have and we're getting on in age, we can look back and say, well, we learned this or we did not learn that. Is it too late? Well, not really. If the child, who is the parent now, is willing to listen to their parents, then it's not really too late. The parents who have been parents before and who've looked back and learned, they can help. It doesn't always happen that way. So what's the best thing to do? <laughs> the best thing is to learn as we go as best we can. Therefore, let me ask you that you keep an open mind to the need of learning how to parent from the very beginning. It's something new. Not the same as your parents had, again, for the same reason, your children are not the same as you are. And so consequently, there's going to be a real gap in learning unless we say, this is new, we have to learn all we can, and we're going to do exactly that. So I want to talk to you about the GRACE method. It's a way to discipline effectively. And now the words are interesting. Grace. What in the world is grace? Grace is getting what you don't deserve. Grace is sometimes getting a second chance. Grace is something we don't usually think of when all of a sudden our child has misbehaved and it's been now for the 50th time and we're tearing our hair out. What's the second word? The second word to pay attention in the grace method is a way to discipline effectively is the word discipline. Where did the word discipline come from? Well, from the Greek language. And so a few centuries before Christ, this word became an accepted word. 
it was part of the family of words that talked about discipling. Being a disciple. Discipling someone else. Learning and training as a disciple. So the basic meaning of discipline is to learn, to train, to gain things that we have to gain in order that we can become mature adults. Now, all discipline must not lose sight of its goals. There are a number of goals for discipline. But there are two major ones that I want to remind you of and remind myself of right now. The first is this. The goal of discipling our child, disciplining our child, is to do so according to how the child has been designed. When we don't know how our child has been designed, or we are guessing at how our child is being designed, we're not doing things very efficiently or effectively. We're making a serious mistake right at the beginning of our parenting. And if we don't parent the child according to how the child is being designed, the boat of life for our child will leave port and we won't be on it. And it's going to be a serious problem to catch that boat and get back on after the parent has clearly shown the child that they do not understand the feelings, the urges and drives that are deep inside that child. The second major goal is the establishment of boundaries. And both these things I'm going to talk about a little more in another session. But let's say this. It's very important that children learn boundaries. They've got to learn you don't touch the hot element on the stove. And you don't touch the hot element on the stove in order to find out if it's hot or not. <clears throat> there are boundaries that we learn to keep within so that we don't damage ourselves or damage others. Boundaries are important and in the grace method you may think to begin with that I'm losing sight of boundaries but I think you'll clearly see that we're not doing that at all. Alright, <clears throat> I want to talk to you about what the grace method is going to do for you and for your child. So there are several things, and I need to spend some time and help you understand and help me once again understand what the situation really is when it comes to disciplining a child or a grandchild. So the first thing is this. We're going to achieve a teaching opportunity and grasp it. 
without which discipline can be incorrectly perceived by the child. In other words, if we don't really aim at teaching the child, what does the child see when we discipline the child? We usually see, and let's suppose this is the case, an angry parent punishing the child. So discipline is perceived by the child to be an act of anger and an act of punishment. And if that's the case, you're never going to teach and train your child or use the opportunity of discipline to do so. That's the first thing. The next is, we need to have some kind of way to stop the parent from prematurely jumping to punishment. I think it's true to say that most parents, the, mo the moment their child has infringed some rule of behavior in the home, is annoyed. Usually because it's not the first time. It may be the 50th time. <laughs> and the parent, once they see it, is immediately inflamed. And they jump to punishing the child. They bypass altogether the opportunity to teach the child when discipline is needed. Well, there's another thing. The grace method is going to help you place the ownership of consequences not on you, but on the child. Not perceived by the child to be you, but them having the opportunity to make a choice. And they have to make the right choice, and they have to do the right thing, or everything is going to go downhill, and they will learn from the consequences that often have punishment in the consequences. So, you see, sometimes discipline really doesn't have to have serious punishment, or even punishment. Sometimes it's correction, and the opportunity to do the right thing. Now we're beginning to think correctly about how to look at the opportunity of discipline. So let's think of another thing it's going to do for us. It's going to teach and train the child to make good choices. Ah, that's so important. If your child comes to the age of 18 and does not make good choices, does not consider the consequences, does not think the facts through and all the rest of it that is involved in making a good choice, then I'm afraid you failed in your parenting. You're not passing the final exam of graduation. We've got to teach our child, if we possibly can, to make good choices. Will they always make good choices? No. 
Are they going to make choices at times, even when they're 40 years of old, that the parent says, why in the world did you do that? <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> We're going to learn that if we haven't learned that already in life. So, let's look at the next thing. It's going to teach the child that there are good, good, and bad consequences to every choice. That's life. And the child, not others, not the parents, must choose their consequences. Now, that's going to be explained in more detail, so don't jump at a conclusion right now. But you see, the child has to own the consequences. There's got to be a way that the child soon understands if I choose the bad consequence, I'm going to own it. Everything that it means is going to happen. I will ultimately have only myself to blame for what I've done. So, as a result, the child determines and learns to determine their own happiness or pain, their own good, or their own bad, if you like. And that's growing into maturity. That is one of those major objectives goals that we have to achieve when we're trying to parent the child. Now, we need to also, in Grace Method we'll do this, prepare the child for adulthood where all choices inevitably have consequences. I think that's self-explanatory. The next the grace method will encourage the parent to be consistent. You see, consistency in every disciplinary action is a vital ingredient in teaching the child what the child really needs to learn. So, consistency teaches. When the parent is bouncing all over the place with different methods of discipline and so forth, does the child learn? No. The child can become confused about what the parent is really doing. Confusion about what the parent's trying to achieve when it comes to discipline certainly is not teaching. That's definitely the opposite. Consistency, then, I want you to write that word on your mind. Without consistency, we're never going to be successful in the field of discipline. Consistency makes the child learn much more quickly. Well, let's learn it. Let's look at another that the another thing that the grace method is going to do for us 
it's going to control and parent the child without anger and force on the part of the parent. Those are the two things that somehow we have to avoid. If in discipline the child immediately thinks, oh boy, my parent is going to be angry, then fear is one of the things that comes into play. Children do learn to a certain extent from fear, but they're not going to be making mature decisions and choices in their life if all the time their minds are invaded with the emotion of fear when they have to make a choice. That's going to be counterproductive. We have to avoid it. We have to find a way of discipline that will not allow that to happen. Force. Force is what parents tend to use. And it makes sense. I told my child days ago, weeks ago, years ago, not to do that. They did it again. And they do it again tomorrow. And again and again. And that next time when it happens, the parent says, nothing that I am doing is working. What do I do? I've got to, I've got to use more force. That's the thing that surges in their mind. More force, greater force, the greatest force will win. And they do the same thing with greater force. No, that's not going to be successful. What is the child going to learn? The child is going to learn that if I want something, someone to do something and they don't do it, what do I do? I use force. That's what my parents taught me. And if they don't do it then, I use greater force. I want done what I want done and the way to do it is via force. We don't want them to learn that. That's the very thing that gets them into terrible trouble in adulthood. That's the very thing that ruins relationships. And if it's a carryover from the disciplinary methods of the parent, the parent must understand those methods were a serious mistake. Well, let's look at the next thing. The grace method is going to offer the simple use of one method wherever discipline is required so that consistency can easily be done by the parent. In fact, it's the only thing the parent is thinking of if the parent uses this method over and over again. The next thing is also good. 
it's going to teach brevity. The quick, the easy, the brief way to successfully handle any situation. So, let's go to the next. It's going to eliminate another problem that parents have when they discipline. The moment they begin to discipline, what does the child do? The child argues. The child pleads their case. The child tries to use force. And the parent, unfortunately, is immediately taken in. And what happens is, the parent argues back. And so the discipline becomes an argument. The child argues, the parent argues, and it goes on and on. And finally, the parent gets so annoyed that they go the very routes we've talked about that will not lead to good discipline. So, argument, and even lecture in this method is not in the immediate handling of the discipline. The lecture is later when the emotions have calmed down and both sit together and say, let's talk about it. You tell me what is best. Let's go over it. Let me show you and help you understand that this is the way to think when things like this happen. So argument and lecture, they're shoved to the side. We'll show you how. The next thing that the Grace Method is going to achieve, it's going to teach the parent to keep the volume down. Because remember, I've said already, volume and emotion rise and fall together, and the moment the volume rises, the emotion rises. The heat ratchets up, and two people are mad at each other. Not a way to discipline. The next, it's going to help the parent keep their word and not be manipulated by the child. They're going to keep their word and we'll show you how. And the child will just have to face it. They made the wrong choice. Next time, there's the opportunity to make the right choice and it's explained and they've got that possibility. The next thing is this. Being in control of the home without crushing the wonder of each child's strengths and creativity and without leaving them to learn much-needed lessons later in life when it's so hard to do it. To undo everything that is already a deep track in the pathways of their thinking. This will be avoided. A home that spells control is not a home that spells happiness. Is control needed? Yes, of course. 
but it's needed in such a way that the child will not be pushed to the feeling that all that happens in my home is control, control, control. And one more thing. This is going to remove the necessity of other rules or demands that have to be made more and more, piling one on the other in order to get results. It's not a good idea to say, okay, the rule was this. Okay, now I'm going to make another rule so that you can't do that. And I'm going to make another one because you went that way. That's not the way to effectively discipline. So you see, we're facing something interesting. We can become infuriated more by the ones we love than anyone else. And we can make another mistake. A playmate comes over playing with our child, and we show we're so much more patient with the playmate than we are with our own child. Does our child pick up on that? You can be sure. Is it a good message? No, it isn't. You're being found out by your own child as to what really is going on inside of you and how you feel about your child. So, the warning. Don't jump on in every tiny little infringement that happens. There are some things it doesn't matter now. If this becomes a little bit more serious, I'm going to handle it. And the child is going to learn. But also, the child does not want to live in a home where everything they do is inspected and corrected and judged and punished as though the parent knows no other way to parent the child. Thank you for listening. Next week, what we're going to do, or next time rather, I'm sorry, we're going to actually do the grace method. Yes, we're going to do it bit by bit, step by step, from beginning to end, and learn how to do it consistently. Thank you. If you would like to learn more or have any questions or comments, please log on to www.raywlincoln.com. There you will find much more information about Dr. Lincoln and the many services that he and his associates can offer to help you lead a more fulfilling life. You will also find the many resources available, including Dr. Lincoln's best-selling book, I'm a Keeper, as well as Inner Kinetics, Your Blueprint to Excellence and Happiness. Also, get your copy of the just-released brand-new book, Who Am I? Please be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode of this podcast. And please tell your friends so that they can join the family as well. Be with us again next month for I'm a Keeper, Living by Design with Dr. Ray W. Lincoln.